A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi there, my name is Cassidy, and this is my twin sister Penelope. In the past few years, we've been through so much, and I decided to share our story here because it's just too crazy to keep to ourselves. Before I continue, please hit that notification bell, like, and subscribe for more amazing stories. Everyone seems to think that having a twin is super cool. You can read each other's minds, share all your things, and you'll never be lonely. And for a while, it was cool for real. Our mom and dad would show us off to everyone. Our mom was nice, but we always preferred our dad. He'd always take us out to spoil us, and he was always giving us secret gifts. We were his pride and joy, and everybody knew it. Then, when we were 13 years old, our perfect little life started to change. My mom was pregnant with our baby brother, and my dad decided that he needed to make more money. He was able to get a better job in another state, and he had to move for a while. He said that it wouldn't be permanent, so he didn't want us to come along. He promised to visit once in a while. It was weird living without him, but we got used to it after a while. After my brother was born, my mom started acting weird. She'd only pay attention to him, and she completely ignored us. Then it reached the point where she treated us like we were invisible. I remember it started one Saturday morning. Penelope and I woke up and went downstairs for breakfast. Good morning, Mom, we said. She ignored us. What's for breakfast? I asked. There was no response. I opened the fridge and there was only baby food in there. Let's just go to McDonald's for breakfast, Penelope said. We got dressed and went out. Luckily, we always saved a bit of our allowance so we could afford to treat ourselves once in a while. What do you think is wrong with mom? I asked with a mouthful of pancakes. I don't know. I hear some women get all weird after having a baby. Maybe she'll snap out of it soon, Penelope replied. I hope so. I sighed. Our mom ignored us for another week, so we continued eating out a lot. Then, as we were down to our last dollar, her dad decided to pay us a surprise visit. We came home from school on Friday and just saw him sitting there happily in our living room. Dad! We both screamed while running into his arms. My pride and joy, my baby girls. How have you been? He asked. We're fine, but we think something is wrong with mom. I said, then Penelope nudged me in the stomach. My mom walked in with a bright smile on her face. Now, there's my lovely family. Dinner's ready. Hi, girls. How was your day at school? She asked. Huh? I said, and my sister looked just as confused. 
We went to the dinner table anyway. Our dad told us that he'd taken the week off because he missed us so much and that he had made some amazing plans. He let us take a whole week off school and we went somewhere fun every day. It's almost like he forgot he had a newborn baby and a wife at home. The day before his flight, we canceled our plans and asked if we could all stay home together. We thought this would make our mom happy, but no luck. She was grumpy all day. The day after my dad left, my mom was back to ignoring us. She did this for about a week. Then she'd actually talk to us, but almost everything she said was hateful. I remember when we asked her if we could have some money to buy dresses for the school dance. Why would you want to go to the dance anyway? I doubt any boy would ask you two out, she said. Because you're both really ugly and dumb. I don't see why any boy would waste their time on you. Anyway, you're not getting any of my money. We were sad and eventually decided not to go to the dance. Another time, we asked her for permission to go to a friend's sleepover. What kind of crazy person would invite you two losers to their house anyway? She asked. Samantha is our friend, Mom. She's been our friend since kindergarten. Don't you remember her? Cassidy asked. Why would I waste my time trying to remember your friends? Anyway, you're not going anywhere. You have to stay home to babysit your brother. I'm going out tonight, she snapped. So we stayed home that night and had our own little sleepover with Jonathan. Cassidy and I were happy that we at least had each other and an adorable little brother. Still, we couldn't figure out what was wrong with our mom. It didn't seem like postpartum depression because she was very kind to Jonathan. She was quite happy too. She only became angry if she saw us or if we spoke to her. This continued for about two years. She'd treat us terribly and magically transform into the perfect mom whenever my dad came home. Every time he came, he noticed that we had no new clothes or shoes, so he'd take us shopping. He continued to treat us like we were his little princesses, and every time he left, my mom became angrier. Her hatefulness grew worse and worse. Instead of just saying hateful things, she started making our lives hell. Uh, Penelope, did you wake up in the middle of the night to cut your hair? I asked as I gasped at my sister who woke up looking like a boy. What do you mean? She said while rubbing her eyes. Then she looked at me and her mouth dropped. Where's all your hair? She asked. We ran to the mirror, looked at ourselves, and screamed. At that moment, Jonathan walked in. Mommy throw hair in garbage. <laughs> now I have big bubbas, he said, then smiled adorably. We were confused, but went straight to the trash can to check. And there it was, her beautiful hair under some old banana peels. We cried, and when our mom came in laughing, we asked her why she had done it. You spend too much money on hair products, and besides, your hair is ugly anyway. Just put on a hat and shut up, she said and walked away laughing. Our dad didn't come home for an entire year that year, and I think it was definitely the worst year of our lives. Our mother realized that she couldn't really break our spirits at home, so she tried to embarrass us instead. She did many horrible things, but the worst one was when she trashed our bedroom, took pictures, and came to our school and passed them out to our friends and classmates. She told everyone that we were dirty and never tidied up after ourselves. We became the laughingstock of the entire school. Our principal asked to speak to our mom that day because he didn't appreciate her doing that. While she was in his office, she told him that we were abusive daughters and she really didn't know what to do with us anymore. He called us in while she was there to scold us. Your mother says you twins are unmanageable. I'm going to give her the name of a boot camp nearby, and if I don't hear about an improvement in your behavior soon, I'll arrange to have you sent there myself. 
The next week, my mother went back to him and told him we had stolen her money. We were off to boot camp that weekend. It was an awful place for the most horrible types of girls we had ever met. We all slept in one huge dormitory which smelled disgusting. I swear none of those girls had ever heard of a shower. We had to wake up at 4 in the morning to run laps around the field. Then we had a horrible breakfast of stale bread and old tea. After that, we were given ridiculous chores to complete. On our first day, Penelope and I were given toothbrushes and asked to clean all the toilets in the building. Then we did more running, push-ups, and all sorts of strange exercises, while huge women screamed at us. It was like receiving the worst sort of punishment for doing nothing wrong. We went home after a week, completely broken and exhausted. I hope you learned your lesson, our mom said. Why did you do that to us? What lesson did we have to learn? What have we done to you? I asked. She smiled. We went straight to our room. We need to call dad to let him know what's going on. We have to find a way to get out of here, Penelope said. Mom took our cell phones. How are we going to call him? I asked. Don't worry, Cassidy. I'll find a way, she replied. The next day was Monday and we went to school as usual. Before our first class, Penelope pulled me into the bathroom and said, look, I got mom's phone. Let's call dad. Wow, how'd you pull that off? I gasped. Just as I grabbed the phone, I saw a text message from our Aunt Suzette, our mom's sister, who was never really fond of us. It read, I think that's a drastic measure. Maybe you should reconsider. What are they talking about? I asked. Let's find out, Penelope replied. We read through their text messages and suddenly it became very clear why our mother was being so mean to us. She told our aunt that she felt that our father paid more attention to us and that she was jealous. They laughed about how she sent us to boot camp and how she cut her hair. But the most horrifying thing we read was that our mother was considering poisoning us. We weren't sure if she meant it as a joke, but we did not want to take any chances. We ran straight to the principal's office to show him, thinking that he could help and get us removed from that house. As soon as we opened the door, our mother was in there crying and our principal looked very upset. Your mother told me what you girls did this morning. I'm very disappointed in you, he said. What are you talking about? I asked. You don't remember setting fire to the living room before leaving for school this morning, he shouted. We did not do that. Listen, her mother is jealous of us. She's crazy. We have her phone to prove it. Please help us. Penelope cried. She handed the cell phone to the principal. Why did you take your mom's phone? He asked. To call our dad. She took our phones away and we need to call him. She's going to try to poison us soon if we aren't taken away, I said. Our mother started to argue, but he told her to be quiet and began reading the texts. She tried to say it wasn't her phone, but when he called her number, it rang. I'm calling the police, he shouted. My mother stood and ran out the door. We sat down, relieved that someone had finally believed us. He called our dad, too, and explained the whole story. He was very apologetic and promised not to jump to conclusions ever again. We live with our dad now. My mom is in prison, so we all moved away. Our baby brother is confused, but I think he'll be fine. But guess what? Our dad has a whole new family, too. He has a girlfriend named Sandra and two kids. This was why he wasn't coming home to see us. It turns out my mom was jealous of the wrong people all along.